As we begin 2024, I want to remind you that your voice matters and that you can make such a huge difference in the world simply by being you. Often we think we can't enact enough change because we're only one person, but we can. Today, I'll share a story of how my actions change the script of a primetime TV show. Welcome back to Finding Joy in the Heart, where you'll get to hear powerful stories of perseverance, courage, and strength from people who've undergone incredible challenges and have come out the other side. I am your host, Suzanne Andorra Barron. I'm a yoga instructor, a meditation coach, and a Jinshin Jitsu practitioner. My purpose is to help my students, and now all of you, connect to your inner strength, find your light within, and to remember you are so much stronger than you think you are. So let's begin. It was fall 2016. I was watching the fall finale of Chicago Fire. It was a crossover event between Chicago Fire and Chicago Med. I was falling half asleep on the couch when one of the fictional doctors told a potential bone marrow donor that bone marrow donation hurts like hell and you'll feel it for months. The fictional doctor went on to say the donor would miss months of work. I sat up straight and hit rewind on the TV to make sure I heard it correctly, knowing this information was simply not true. Even though TV shows aren't real, such information could dissuade people from donating. We know TV shows and movies offer erroneous medical information. We hear it all the time. We know it exists. And often we just look over it. It's not a big deal, except for when it is. In this case, it was a big deal to me. Misinformation, even in a fictional show, could reduce the number of potential donors. People who watch might think, I don't want to put my life on hold for months. I had to find a way to make sure a correction was made on the season opener in January. But I was only one person, and I had no connections to Hollywood. But I refused to let this go. This was personal. Christopher, our oldest child, when he was nine and battling an adult form of leukemia called AML in the summer of 2007, he was on the the list to receive a bone marrow transplant. And up until that time, we had only been able to find eight out of 10 matches. 10 out of 10 was perfect. And then one day, we were told a 9 out of 10 match was found. The very best to date. We were so excited. We were on cloud nine. But weeks after we got that good news, we were told the person backed out. No reason was given. We begged the doctors to get a message to the person telling them that their donation would save a child, a nine-year-old boy. But that wasn't how donation worked. 
protecting the donor's identity was paramount. We don't know why they backed out. They could have backed out because they were pregnant. We didn't know if it was a man or a woman. They could have backed out because they aged out. At a certain age, you can't donate anymore. Or maybe they had an accident. But what if the reason they backed out was because they were afraid it would hurt too much? Christopher never got the chance to receive a bone marrow transplant because we couldn't get him into remission. But I didn't want a potential donor backing out for what they might have heard on TV. So the next morning, I reached out to a doctor who was a friend of the family. He suggested I get in touch with someone at Be The Match. I had emails from Be The Match because we had organized, or I should say my sister Melissa and my friend Regina had organized a giant bone marrow drive in Glenrock. My sister also organized one in her town, and my cousin Angela organized a third one up in in upstate New York. I didn't have a contact person, though, because I wasn't involved in it at all. And sure, I could have reached out to my sister Melissa or my friend Regina and asked for someone's name, but I didn't think of it. So I simply found an email that said info at bethematch.org. And in the subject line, I wrote transplant misinformation on primetime NBC show. I wrote verbatim what the fictional characters had said. Thank God for DVRs. I rewound the program at least 10 times. I told them the storyline regarding bone marrow donation would continue in January and suggested they get NBC to include a public service announcement following the show, providing accurate information and encouraging signups. I wrote that as a large organization, perhaps someone on their board had connections at NBC and could encourage this. I told them I planned to contact the network as well, but their organization, given their size, would have a lot more pull. I shared why this was important to us and why this mattered so much. I closed the notes saying, if Hollywood is going to include bone marrow donation in its storyline, it's irresponsible to give the public misinformation that could actually cost lives. Be the match got back to me in less than 24 hours. I still get goosebumps thinking about it. They had already notified NBC Universal about the misrepresentation and the impact it could have on getting life-saving donors to join their registry. NBC informed Be The Match that they would share their concern with the producers at Chicago Fire. In the season opener of Chicago Fire in January, they toned down the language. Now, the fictional doctor said, you'd be in pain and miss a few shifts. Remember, they were firefighters. Versus months of work. That's days, not months, which is far more accurate. My actions changed the script. Can you believe it? 
I want to give kudos to NBC for fixing the dialogue right in the script. I couldn't have been more excited. Rewind back to when I saw that episode in December. I still would have gotten angry and frustrated and could have just thought, I'm one person. How could I possibly make a change? Or someone else will do this. Someone who has more pull will do this. Surely somebody else watched this and would let someone like be the match know. But it was so important to me because of my situation and how that near perfect donor backed out for our child. But I'm not alone. We all have things that are important to us. What are you not speaking up about because you don't think you can make a difference? You can. I'm no different from you. So get excited as we move into 2024. There's so much opportunity and possibility if we allow ourselves to see it. I know you can do it. I have total faith in you. We just have to follow through when we have that thought of what if. Finish the sentence. Take the action. And share with me what you do. I would love to hear. We are so powerful. We just forget sometimes. So, starting next week on January 8th, I'll resume my interviews. I have some amazing guests set up here at Finding Joy in the Hard. And if you'd like to be a guest, please reach out to me. I would love to learn about your story. Three things I know for sure. Light can be found in the dark. Joy can be found in the hard. And we are so much stronger than we think we are. So the healing tip for you today is to hold your index finger. When you start to have that thought, what if? Just reach for one of your index fingers. This is Jinshin Jitsu. Jinshin Jitsu is a 3,000-year-old healing practice in which we use our hands and our breath to balance the mind, body, and spirit. From Jinshin Jitsu, we know that holding the index finger calms fear. You can think of fear as false evidence appearing real. Hold the index finger, close your eyes, and finish this sentence. What if I do X? Stay here and breathe. You can breathe for three breaths or three minutes. You can inhale through the nose and exhale through the nose or inhale through the nose and exhale through the mouth. Don't squeeze the finger, press, massage, or pinch. Chin Chin Jitsu includes light touch. Before I close, I have something really exciting to share with you. On January 17th, I will be teaching a four-week course called Body Holds for Healthy Living. I will teach you all the areas on the body that you can hold. There are 26 on one side and 26 on the other side. 
By the end of the four weeks, you'll have the confidence to know where on the body to hold to release stress and physical, emotional, and mental discomfort. I'll include information in the show notes about how you can learn more. Thank you so much for spending this time with me at Finding Joy in the Hard. If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it so others can learn about this podcast. Until next time, I wish you the best and Happy New Year.